Welcome. It's me. And Nicole. Me. <laughs> Tess is here too. And Kim is here too as our Punxsutawney Phil. Oh, she's that little rat. She's so adorable. <laughs> We're going to let so her cute. drive the car. Let her drive us right off the cliff. She's going to bite Bill Murray twice. Mm-hmm. All right. So before we get into Groundhog Day, it's a quick doom biz. Do the biz. Uh, follow twice. us on Instagram <laughs> at Doom Generation Pod. Follow us on Twitter at Doom Gem Pod. Buy some merch, doomgeneration.threadless.com. Uh, support us on Patreon for $4 a month, patreon.com slash doomgeneration. You get bonus audio. Uh, you get to be in our Discord Ooh. and talk to us. You get to maybe do video stuff or watch alongs. <laughs> like just whatever. We'll like do, we could do some video stuff. We're not stuff good at planning us. these things, know. you guys. If we do something cool, you'll be the first to know. You will Let's be the just first put it to that know. Way. You, you will get be part of it. You get all kinds of cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think, oh, and the number, 702-720-DOOM. Call yes. and leave us a voicemail. Text us. Uh, you can email us, doomgenerationpodcast at gmail.com. We'll read that as a yearbook signing. Just reach on out. Leave an Apple review. Uh, five stars, please. Please. And <laughs> like, subscribe, rate, review, all that good stuff. And now. And now. To Groundhog's Day. Welcome. Groundhog's. Hello. No, Groundhog? just one. Singular. Just Groundhog. One singular Groundhog. 1993. Or so is this it Groundhog's is... Possessive No, day. it's just Groundhog. It's just Groundhog Day. But I always, as a kid, I think said I say Groundhog's, Groundhog's day. day. Yeah, I know. I think I still it's do. Bad. It's terrible. And this New Year's. 30, Groundhog's. 30 years of Groundhog Day yes, this year. Yes, that's right. Well, this is a, this is the first one we actually remember to do this year that's an anniversary. Oh, X-Files, uh, X-Files. was our anniversary. Yeah. I don't think it was intentional, though. I think we just decided to no, do X-Files. No, we did. did well, we? It was, we decided to do X-Files, but we decided to do it then because of Tombs. Oh, because, because that that's was... Yeah, what, yeah. That's as far as we got into any thought on that. Yes. Without giving a thought to the entirety of. But as far as I know, this is the only Groundhog Day film, right? Is there no, well, uh, isn't there an older movie called Groundhog Day? No, because remember, or that, that was, was in Monster Squad that they went to Groundhog Day, the movie. And it was it fake? Like 14, I think so. Uh-oh. I feel Google. like. I don't know. I don't know if there was ever another Groundhog Day movie. But as far as I'm aware. As far as I know. In my recollection. There's a lot of other holiday films, but this one I feel stands alone. Yes. <laughs> so the cast. Uh, yeah, we have Harold Ramis as the director, co-writer, and neurologist. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill Murray as Phil. Mm-hmm. Andy McDowell as Rita. Uh, Chris Elliott as Larry. Who doesn't love some Chris Elliott? I love me some Chris Elliott. Stephen Tablowski as Ned Ryerson. Ned Ryerson. Always a Murray brother. Brian Doyle mm-hmm. in this case. As Buster. We got Rick to come in As Gus. Uh-huh. And the other Rick, Overton. Overton. <laughs> who we were just talking about earlier. Uh-huh. That's funny. As Ralph. Uh, Marie- 
Marita Gerherty as Nancy. Uh, Angela Patton as Mrs. Lancaster and uh, Michael Shannon's debut. Oh, yeah, and which young I did, Fred. I had just watched it when you asked me that, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I totally clocked at the end that little I, baby Michael Shannon was there." Until I read that, I was like, "Oh yeah, I they didn't even think newlyweds. to look at Fred's face." I it just because young and I just watched that movie Chicago Cab, right? Because you were talking, and about I was that. just talking about him. I was I like, went, "Is this what the fuck is that, Michael Shannon?" <laughs> is this why you were asking, nope. or we were talking about him? And you're like, no, something this else. is something else. I'm like, oh, because I didn't know that. So we open up on a blue sky and a fluffy cloud day. Oof! And Phil is the weatherman. He is giving the weather at the moment. The nation's high is in Elko, Nevada, at 79. <laughs> On this first day of February. February? <laughs> it's a hard word. February. February. And he's being sent once again to mm-hmm. Punxsutawney for the yep. nation's oldest Groundhog Day festival. Yes. And uh, he is well, not happy. He talks about in uh, the weather all over the place. And in California, they'll have warm weather, gang fights, and very overpriced real estate. Still. I know. So <laughs> some things never change. It but anyhow. Holds up. Holds up. He's doing the weather thing. He's got to go to the Groundhog Day event, which he does every year. the For the third time or the fourth time? Fourth time. Fourth time. That's right. <laughs> and then he meets new producer Rita, who's over there goofing around in front of the green screen. And he's already oh, like rolling his eyes like, yeah. oh, great. This is who I'm going to. She's fun, but she's not my kind of fun. Larry and Rita are going to be his companions on this trip. In the van. And like then the credits continue. I was so confused. Like once they hit like, the like it oh, was credits, 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 <laughs> and then they have like a whole piece of the movie. Uh-huh. And then more credits. Like what I was so confused. But anyhow, they hit the road in the news van, which is the only way to travel. And Phil tells Larry on the trip that he's probably just gonna leave the station. Right. This he's is probably his this. last groundhog day thing. Yeah. Like Larry was like when I was in San Diego, I did the swallows at Capistrano for six years in the ro- in a row. And he's kind of like, yeah, that's his point. Right. I'm not going to do this. And Rita is back there being a total Fabian about yeah. the groundhog. <laughs> I think it's not. <laughs> I'm so Okay, cute. Pollyanna. I know. Relax. Yeah, people like blood sausage. People are stupid. <laughs> I like blood sausage. <laughs> so they arrive in town and he's like, oh, I'm not staying in this shit hotel. And she's right. like, no, no, I got you a little B&B. Mm-hmm. She's like, like, oh, she's new. How'd she know? She knew right away he was going to be a prick about it. I guess so. Somebody told her. She, they're like the don't, outgoing don't producer was like, all right, so look. He's a prima donna. <laughs> all right. Prima donna. So he doesn't want to go to Din Din with Rita and Larry. It's Groundhog Day tomorrow. Don't be late. He goes to bed and at 6 a.m. I got you, babe. Don't forget your booties because it's cold out there. The weather report is on the morning show. <laughs> yep. How are you do the whole thing? I got you. <laughs> you are my ring. And he heads out. And, and when I'm sad. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you started it. And is annoyed <laughs> by every member of the town <clears throat> on his way out. He's got the guy at the top of the stairs, which right. is that, was that guy, the guy from Herman's Head? Yes. yes. Uh-huh. It is. You guys remember Herman's Head? Mm-hmm. He was like, are you going to see the groundhog? Like, no, no. That's what everybody is doing up. Uh-huh. All this hustle and bustle That's at a 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. on like, what's that, a fucking Tuesday? I, I guess know. if you're if you're like ground zero for groundhog things, I guess so, you get up and town. you do you do the thing. So uh, he heads out to the festival. <clears throat> Phil. 
Oh, Phil? Phil Con- Connors? And he like trots. I thought that was you. I I sure as heck fire remember you. It's me, Ned. Ned Ryerson. I did the whistle belly button trick at the talent show. Got shingles real bad senior year. Needle nose Ned. Ned the head. Like, really? You're... (laughs) Dated your sister, Mary Pat, a couple times until you told me not to. (laughs) And he now sells insurance. And he wants to sell some to Phil. Bing! And I just, love, I would love to stand here and talk to you, but I'm not going to. He's like, oh, I'll walk with you. I know, it's so good, but I'm not no. going to. And then he walks with them and he's like, what are you doing for dinner? And he's like, something else. <laughs> yeah. And he steps right off the curb into that icy wet pool. Like, oof. You know, his foot was uncomfortable oh, all day. My foot was uncomfortable after watching it. Like over and over again, my ankles were screaming. Ooh, watch out for that first step. It's, it's a, a doozy. doozy. <laughs> And he gets his gets his way down to Gobbler's Knob. I know. Gobbler's Knob. The Nancy Reagan Square. <laughs> Home of Punxsutawney Phil. And oh, Rita is already the, having a blast. The Pennsylvania polka. Da, da, Loving it. Da, da, da. Right. And uh, she was like, where have you been? He's like, a giant leech got me. <laughs> He's like, they're hicks, Rita. And then yeah. he gives her a little sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, it's groundhog time. And they knock on the little groundhog door, but then they just like yank him out. And I so, know. Like, how, when did he nothing. see his shadow? He can't see nothing. Aren't they supposed to let him like peek I out? I don't know. They're they're professionals. I don't know how this goes down. And then they speak fucking, what do they call it? Groundhoggies to him or something? Or, uh, Punxsutawneys. Rodent ease. I wrote groundhog ease. I don't know. Sure, sure. That's, he definitely saw his shadow. That's right. Six more weeks of winter. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, and, they, and then a mob riot starts. Yes, and they burn everything's the whole fucking burned. thing down. No, it's just crazy. Kidding. That's just kidding. not what happens. So Phil finishes up his thing, and she's like, "Can you try it again without the sarcasm?" No, no, we got it. That's it. He wraps it up, acts like a dick, like I'm out of here. And now this blizzard is not pushing east, like Phil kept Mm -hmm. saying. It's not pushing east. They're stuck in Punxy. He cannot call out. All the long distance lines are down, which is hilarious. He's like, don't you have any emergency lines that you keep open for celebrities and emergencies? Because I'm both. I'm both. I'm a celebrity and I'm having an emergency. And then he gets clocked in the head with that snow shovel. Right. So they go back to the bar in town. Right. And he acts like a dick at the bar. And he goes up, up to take a shower and he gets ice water. Right. Because, of course. He's like, blizzard. there's no hot water. Like, there wouldn't be today. There wouldn't be today. Of course not. It's fucking freezing outside. I know. Why would there be fucking hot water? So Larry and Rita are going to the Groundhog Dinner. Oh, that's right. He was going to read Hustler or something. And there is yes, none of that. So, yeah. again, 6 a.m. I got you, babe. Bam, bam. <laughs> nice going boys You're playing yesterday's right tape. and uh it's groundhog day he looks out the window and sees like the same shit there's people heading down to gobbler's knob and gobbler's like, nobbler he goes out and that same jackass is trying to talk to him at the top of the stairs so, same conversation and he tells him it's the same day it's february right. 2nd groundhog day oh i thought it was yesterday and when Mrs. Lancaster, he calls Mrs. her Mrs. Lancaster. Lancaster. Yeah, do you ever have any deja vu, Mrs. Lancaster? And the day before, he told her there was a 100% chance of departure. Now today, he's like 75, 80% yeah, chance 75, of departure. 80% departure. First he says 85, and then he's like, no, like 75, 80. Yeah. 
And so still like, once a year, isn't right. it? <laughs> the same homeless man, the same Ned, here comes Ned trotting over, being the first time out of the gate. He remembers him from yesterday. He and forgets this is the puddle mm-hmm. and steps in it again. Ah, and down at the knob, <laughs> everyone's there just like before. And Rita's like, I-, I need a good hard slap to the face. And she do. She gives him the slap. Right. So you drunk. Larry or volunteers a second slap. Right. He's he like, do you need, need it? it? I'll even it out on the other side. And so he's like, I'm having a problem. And right. she's like, just do the groundhog thing and then we'll talk. So he does the first part, but then just drops the mic and walks away. He's like, well, it's Groundhog Day again. <laughs> yeah. He leaves before it's over. He has another cold shower. The lines are still down. Like, mm-hmm. when will they be to repaired? Like, tomorrow. What if there is no tomorrow? Well, there wasn't one today. So when he goes to bed that night, he breaks a pencil in half mm-hmm. to leave up on the alarm and he tries to stay awake. But like, I think he stays up to like 559 and then he wakes something. up at six or something. Yeah. He drops off and again, 6 a.m. And the pencil's all in one piece. Same shit today. And now he's freaking out. Right. He goes right out this time. He runs like from everybody. He doesn't even do the thing this time. He's like, meet me at the diner. He just shoves Ned out of the way. Right. <clears throat> still steps in the puddle. Still has not mastered that one. No, he tells her this is the third time he's had this day. She's like, bullshit. Yeah, she's not believing his story. She's like, we'll talk about it back in Pittsburgh. And he's like, nope, Blizzard's nope. coming. Right, we're not going to get to go. And like, uh, Ray turns around like, Phil? Right? And he's like, po- like Poxitani Phil? Like, Ray turns around and Oh, yeah, diner. yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, morons, your bus is leaving. <laughs> so he does go to see a doctor, Harold Remus. Right. And they do some sort of, it's not an MRI or a CAT scan, but they do some no. sort of brain head scan and they don't see any Right. If you want an issues. MRI, you have to go back to Pittsburgh. And he's like, no. can't do that. We're not going to make it back to Pittsburgh. So then he goes to see the psychiatrist. The psychiatrist. And he's not going to be much help because he sees mostly families and kids. And he's got an alcoholic now. But he wants to meet with him again tomorrow. He's like, oh. Just like, the, you are not it fucking getting my problem here. Right. There's no tomorrow. You're not understanding me. So he goes to the bowling alley and talks to the Ricks, which uh, they're just the Ricks to me, even though that's not their name. Because that's that is funny. I put the Rubes, but you're right. It's yeah, the Ricks. The Rubes, the Ricks. Either uh, works. No, Ricks is good. That's perfect. They are the Ricks. So he tells him a story about a gal he met in the Virgin Islands. They ate lobster, they drank pina coladas, and at sunset they made love like sea otters. That was a pretty good day. Why couldn't he get that day? Right. Nope. Had to get this shitty day. Nope. They come out. Yeah, they get pretty fucked up. Mm -hmm. They both come out and have this funny, like, physical comedy scene of them too drunk to drive. Right. Who's going to drive drunk? Yeah, because they're both way too drunk. Right. And he's like, anyone else go for flapjacks right now? So Phil decides to drive them. Right. He was like, well, what if there was no tomorrow? And they're like, oh, there'd be no consequences, no hangovers. We could do whatever we wanted. He's like, you're right. Crashes into a mailbox. mailbox. The cops come. Drives down the railroad tracks. He's like, they tell you you can't do these things. You can't drive on the railroad tracks. He's like, Phil, that's one I happen to agree with. But, but yeah, no. he swerves out at the last second. Well, he says they get on there with the train. He's like, I'm betting he's going to swerve first. Right? Yeah, the train <laughs> is going to swerve first. For sure, for sure. And he comes off the track right in the nick. 
and he's laughing and he's not going to live by their rules anymore. He crashes through that groundhog display into the parked cars. Right. And the more cops come and box them in and Phil orders three cheeseburgers and large fries and a shake. Flapjacks. Flapjacks. Is it too early for flapjacks? <laughs> and he goes to jail. He goes to bed in jail and wakes up again. Bam, 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 I got bam, you, babe. And now he's excited. Now right. he starts to see the possibilities. Oh, it worked. Don't forget your booties because it's going to be cold outside. And now... He's like, this is going to be fun. So he gives Mrs. Lancaster a smooch. He knocks Ned the fuck out. Yes, he does not step in the puddle. Does not step in the puddle. He watches like another guy do it. He's having a massive brekkie and he's smoking and he doesn't even have to floss anymore. Drinking coffee straight out the carafe. Out the carafe. Cramming entire pieces of cake in his mouth. Right. And like Rita's disgusted. Yeah. She is. She recites like, some mm. Sir Walter Scott to him. As he's, yeah, shoving that entire donut into his mouth. And like Larry and Rita try to leave. And then he goes and chats up Nancy. Nancy at the diner. Like, what? What's your name? What high school did you go to? What? Uh, who was your 12th grade teacher? Oh, Nancy Lincoln Walsh. Got it. Bye. And he wakes up on the second again. And runs into Nancy at the festival. And down like, at the knob. Down at the knob. And Wait, didn't you her. go to Nancy? <gasps> Nancy, whatever you the fuck. You went to Lincoln? Yeah. You were in so-and-so's class? I was in your English class, Mrs. Walsh. Mrs. Wait. Brenda Walsh. She pretends to remember him because right, he like, knows these things. Okay, I guess so. And she and, agrees to meet up later. Right. He's like, stay right here. <laughs> and then they go on this really heavy date. Yeah, we're like, they're about to bang until right. he calls her Rita. Right. He calls her Rita twice. And like at this point, this is only what, the fourth day or something? As far as we know, this is yeah, four the or five days in. Done it. He didn't even have the hots for Rita yet, did he? I, I why don't he know. Why he her Rita? They haven't had a thing. Because he tells her like later at the end, spoiler alert, guys, that he's like the from the first time I saw yeah, you. Yeah, but he didn't act like that. No, he acted like an asshole. Hmm. He's a grown ass man. I don't believe this. I don't know. I don't believe. You know what? I'm starting to think this didn't really happen. Oh, uh, this isn't based on a true story. <gasps> Wait a minute. Wrap it up. I'm out of here. And you know who else didn't believe it? Nancy. Nancy, of because course, he tells her he loves it. her. Asked her to marry. Actually, him. she does. She does she believe does it until it. he like, calls her Rita again. Well, does he still get? I, it seems like it he seems still like gets he laid. Still gets laid, and then she, he wakes up by himself again. Yeah. So now. He's gotten to know like every gust of so wind, every barking he's been dog. Here a There's way longer than they series between eight years and thirty-two. Oh, years. at the total time at he the was total there. Time. There's thirty-eight Damn. days depicted. Thirty-eight. Because I was days thinking it was movie. more like I don't know. A well, year so or people did the math or whatever, and it's like for how long it would have taken him to not know how to play piano uh, and learn how to play the piano, learn how to ice sculpt. True, and like. That's true. Get to know all of this shit and die several times. Yeah. Yeah, That he would have to be like there forever. So the theories are between eight and 32 years. But he's now to the level where he knows when the wind blows. Right. He knows when a dog barks. Exactly. He sees the armored car park. (laughs) What was that sound? What happened? No. There's some sort of crazy sound. Oh, it's a cat. There's like a cat meowing outside. I heard it that time. It was loud. X-Files. All right. If you guys hear a cat, sorry. There's a cat outside of this garage, apparently. (sighs) Shooms. Oh, no. 
And so, yeah, he's got his robbery planned. Right. He walks right up to the armored car. He's like, counts it down like three, two, one quarters. And just easily strolls over and grabs his whole bag of money from (laughs) these doddering old. I know. They're like making change for Nancy and her quarters or Doris. Yes. For her roll of quarters. So he goes out and purchases, what's that, a Rolls Royce? Yeah, and a Clint, and a Clint Eastwood, Eastwood outfit. outfit. And like he find he found all this in Punxsutawney. Yeah, and this like in the middle of made the outfit and whatever. They're rolling up to a showing of Heidi 2. It's like, I love this film. His date. Is She's like, I thought you were taking me to a costume party. He's like, call me Bronco. Call me Bronco. And then he says hi to Nancy on the street. But she's like, who the fuck are you? He's like, sorry, old fiance. Mm. And who is this other woman that he picked yeah, up? Yeah, because you never see her again. Nope. Unless she's just a background character. I didn't notice any any I, other time. I don't know. He just picks her up one day. He went on one date with her. Yeah, that was it. He probably like He could have married everyone. her. No, he could have. He probably <clears throat> nailed like every woman in town. Probably. Even Mrs. Mrs. Lancaster. Lancaster. <laughs> you know he did. You know he The did. Widow Lancaster? After that kiss, he was like, Surely you, know you jest. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Snatched up the Nana. widow Lancaster. She's a sneaky freak. I bet you. I bet she is. She's been around. <laughs> you put it down. She sure do. Woo. So the next time we see him, he asks Rita what she would do with one day to live. Yeah. And she just wants to know where to put the camera. Oh, yep. If, that's so, right. if the shit goes down. I mean, she doesn't say if the shit when goes the down. Shit goes when the shit down, goes down. You better be ready when the shit goes down. That's what she does. She wraps that whole thing. Yeah, totally. It's crazy. But yeah, no, this time he's like really listening to her. Yes. Now he wants to know all about her. Mm-hmm. And she tells him about her perfect guy. Oh, that's me. 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 And this uh-huh. is really close. And, really close. And what was the part she said cries or something? And then he yeah, was like, oh, this is a mother. man we're talking about, right? Right. Come on, fucking Phil. Phil. Toxic masculinity, Phil. Ew. So he goes out and disables their van, which yeah. I'm not really, I guess, just to keep her from doing the whole, like, they're going to pretend like they're going to leave. Like, I, he's going to lose hours if they try to go out of town and come back. So he just I guess. disables the van. Sure. So he asks to buy her a drink and she orders a sweet vermouth on the rocks with a twist. Does vermouth have alcohol in it? Or is it just a mixer? uh, Harold Ramis's wife's favorite drink. I didn't, for whatever reason, I thought vermouth was just a mixer. I don't know what it is. No, it's fortified wine, apparently. okay. An aromatized fortified wine flavored with various botanicals and sometimes colored. Is that the twist? I don't know. On the rocks. I'm going to have to try it now. But it sounds I gross. guess. With a twist. It sounds sweet. Well, it's sweet. right there in the name. Sweet <laughs> vermouth. <laughs> On the rocks. Sweet vermouth. And what's the twist? So he comes back the next day. Now he knows her drink. Yes. But he messes up because the she toast. She always toasts to world peace. Oh, a twist of orange on oh, it? I'm oh. I'm give it a try. And so, yeah. Groundhog Day cocktail. <laughs> Sweet vermouth on the rocks with a twist. The bartender just is like, <sighs> right. Uh, so yeah, he was like, this drink makes me think of Rome and how the, the, way the sun, sun hits, hits the, the buildings. buildings and the laid out. Like what the fuck? And then he's like, I, I like to say a prayer and drink to world peace. Like who the fuck? First of all, who's got a list of their drink like that? And then he take her to the candy shop. Oh, <laughs> gonna make them panties drop. <laughs> 
And he discovers she doesn't like white chocolate. No, white chocolate. Don't like white chocolate. Got it. And so then once again, so he keeps doing this. He gets a little bit further, a little bit further until they finally have the perfect date, basically. Well, first they're at dinner and she's talking about how she studied 19th century French poetry. And he just laughs. Like, what a waste of time. I mean, whoops. I mean, I guess. But like, like, unless you plan on teaching a class about 19th century French poetry. Yeah, that's the only reason to take that. I mean, like, you really love it. it. Sure. Like, to take it, sure. But to major in it, like, if that was going to be your Your degree is in that, then yeah, you're just going to be a French poetry teacher. (laughs) Right. Then he goes again, and this time he's not insulting her major. And this then time he quotes he French poetry poem, in yes. French with this face. She's like, you speak French? Uh, he's like, we. Oui. <laughs> <laughs> he's giving me Garfield vibes, even yes! though he was not Garfield's voice. But he ate we an all entire he lasagna that yep. night. So then they go build a snowman, and the kids start a, oh, start a snowball fight. How cute. The kids were actually instructed to throw as hard as they could. Were they? And in return... Bill threw as hard as he could. Oh, because he hates he children. He did look like, yes, you sure do. <laughs> Once again, ask Seth Green about it. Ask him. He'll tell you. <coughs> um, so she falls to the snow. Help me. And he goes to pull her up and falls down beside her. They dance in the gazebo. It's in the romance snow. and shit. She says it was the perfect day. You couldn't mm. have planned a day like this. Mm. Oh, well, you could actually Mm -hmm. because he did because it's fucking psychopathic because he totally did it. He totally did. It's a sham. It's a shanda. It's a setup. He asks her into his place and she's like, oh, I don't think I should. He's He's like, like, oh, I don't think you should either. So I'm just going to show you this one thing really fast. Like kick you out. Kick you right out. She comes in here with like her sexiest vest. She's like, hey. Who of us in the 90s did not at one point in time. Oh, no. I wore a vest. Wear the vest. It was my sexiest vest. Oh, yes. (laughs) Your top dollar finest vest. Yes. I had a whole vest situation. I had my mom's um, jean Levi vest with the big brass buttons from like the 70s. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. No, I had... um, I had that outfit that I thought was my Veronica Sawyer outfit <laughs> with the vest uh-huh. and like the vest I want to say had I might be wrong but I feel like the vest had pictures of ties and, oh, then, it, and then it had an attached shirt with a tie oh, nice. and then I think it was just like pictures of striped ties oh, wow. going down the vest I also and a pleated had skirt. my favorite vest outfit was the gray pinstriped vest over the lace sweetheart necked bodysuit and the palazzo pants ah uh, ah uh, yeah that was my go-to vest i definitely did there was another vo- vest and i'm blanking on what it was like it had a some sort of fine print on it where it was like a small i don't know a paisley or something oh and it wasn't super noticeable but i think i wore it always with like a tight white t-shirt like a short sleeve t-shirt mm-hmm. and but i'm trying to remember what did i wear was it skirts or was it pants i don't remember a what was the skirt probably <laughs> oh man the vest was the thing the vest. and he can't resist no nope. they kiss he's like oh shit and she's like this that is too fast and he's like no no it has to be tonight i love you it. right she's like, I, you don't even know me and it's now this is like wait a, a minute. perfect day she's like hold on a second like this has been one long setup. Well, because he's like, I've got ice cream on the window. Yeah, Rocky it's like Road, too perfect. Which of course is her favorite. 
And then he tells her he loves her. And she's like, you don't even know me. Yeah, I do. Like, what the fuck? Did you call my friends? Did, did you ask about me? My friends? Why would anybody like that would be weird? No wonder she's like she alarmed. just met him that day and he found right. a way to call her friends. That's true. That's weird. I mean, I'd like I can more see being out. suspect for sure of him saying he loves her. But after the day they had, not yeah. that kind of suspect. More just like, all right, you're taking this too far. You're going too fast. Like, I got to go. But not well, like, like I called my friends. Well, like, no, I probably wouldn't have thought that he called my friends, but I'd probably start freaking out about like this person's probably been stalking me for a yeah, while before I, I got stuck in Punxsutawney with them. When if he'd never like, where did she even come from? Like if she came from out of state or like because she was new know. to the station. That's true. But I seem it, it seemed like she was new, but had been there for Maybe. longer than that day. Possibly. I don't know. Um, and so now he's he's fucking it up. They, right. He keeps trying it, but now he's, he's over rushing it, it, rushing it. He's it's almost manic vibe. Like she slaps him like a fucking dozen times several times he's just too thirsty he trying too hard (laughs) he's going too hard it's back at the knob and (laughs) you look terrible before we go that far though we should probably take a quick break i before i hit that knob before you hit that knob again (laughs) need to take a break before i go down to gobbler's knob gobble another one nancy reagan square we're gonna take a quick break (laughs) let's do it we'll be right back gobble gobble do you like beer of course you do do you like good food you better believe it then we have the show for you it's the hoppy trails podcast i'm nick i'm travis and on each episode of hoppy trails we invite you to come along on our journey to explore craft beverages and the foods that accompany them check out hoppy trails on hoppytrailspod.com or listen wherever you find your podcasts connect with us on instagram at hoppytrailspod or reach out to hoppytrailspod at gmail.com we would love to hear from you come travel the hoppy trails with us and remember to always say yes to the hoppy ending cheers And we're back. I got you, babe. (laughs) Yet another day. And he's just straight up not having a good time. No. He knows all the answers to Jeopardy, though. Yes. (laughs) He's got the um, whole spiel memorized on the alarm clock in the morning. He knows all the answers on Mm -hmm. Jeopardy. Lakes and rivers. folks are impressed. He knows the answer before the, or the question before the answer. Mm Mm-hmm. He does an angry newsreel about how terrible (laughs) this event is. His harshest report yet. We see the alarm go off. He slams the clock on the floor. Right. You're getting the wrong fill. I'll give you a winter prediction. It's going to be cold. It's going to be gray. And it'll last you the rest of your life. And he gets progressively angrier at the clock morning by morning. Right. He smashes he a few alarm it. clocks. He does the report several more times. This winter is never going to end as long as the groundhog keeps seeing his shadow. And he has to stop Phil. There's no way out. He must be stopped, and I'm going to stop him. Real good, Phil. Real good. Rita's worried there's something really wrong with him. (laughs) He's like, I've come to the end of me, Rita. There's no way out now. Just remember, we had a beautiful day together once. 
Gives her a kiss on the cheek and walks off. To hognap little Phil. Mm-hmm. And he takes the truck with Phil inside and gets into a cop pursuit. And I think this is where I saw that this is the, it's supposed to be a nod this truck is to the duel, which I could not think of the word for duel. But that one, the movie with, um, where the guy is, he's like a traveling guy. And then like he gets, he sees a trucker on the road and then like the trucker chases him throughout the whole thing. It's a Steven Spielberg movie. It's like one of his really early movies. No, I don't think I've ever seen it. Oh, it's really good. It's super silly, but I don't think he, I feel like he wasn't in a truck. There was something about this truck and duel. Okay. But anyway, he hognaps little Phil. And he's letting Phil drive. <clears throat> yeah, don't drive angry. And Rita and Larry are following behind in the news van. Right, like if he would have said that to me, I would probably be really worried about his mental state. Oh, yeah. As well, like I've come to the enemy. Oh, yeah, no, it wasn't that kind of truck then. I don't know what they meant then. Yeah, that's the, that, that's duel. That's duel. Hmm. And I wonder what the reference was. I don't know what the reference was. I mean, it ends similarly, this part and duel. Mm. (laughs) So he heads to the limestone quarry. Yep. And he gets, they think they've got him cornered. There's only one way out. The way he came in. So he rumbles up. Comes up. He revs his engine. It's showtime. And he guns it toward the waiting crowd. He's like, okay, on me, Larry, in three, two, one, and drives right off the cliff. Splat. Upside down. Maybe he's okay. Yeah. Rita <laughs> runs over like Phil. Larry's like, well, maybe he's okay. And then when the truck bursts into flames, like, well, probably, probably not, not now. <laughs> and he keeps like filming. But at 6 a.m. I got you, babe. Oh, nuts. Phil goes down in his jammies, takes the toaster back up with him and into the tub. Full of toast and all. Right. Now he enters his suicide era. Jumps in front of a moving truck. Off jumps of off building, building. To like these somber tunes. Like it's this. Oh, and then Rita and Larry identifying his body. Oh my God. Like that was. Like, what if they harsh. absorbed all this trauma? Like even though they don't right? have a conscious memory. They of don't it, know why. <laughs> When it ends, she's like, God, I feel really upset. Right? Like, I can't understand. Terrible things like, happen looking to me. at you makes me upset. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so, yes. So the, then he goes to the diner and tells Rita that he's a god. Well, you're god. Like, not, I'm not the, the god. god. A, god. a god. I think. I think. He's I'm sure. Stab, shot, stabbed. Right. Scott stabbed. Scott stabbed. He was stabbed, shot, poisoned, frozen, hung, electrocuted, burned. And every morning he wakes up without Mm -hmm. a scratch. He's immortal. Those things were all things reportedly done to kill the unkillable Rasputin. Ah. And the waitress is over there trying to take their order. And he knows everything about the waitress. Well, first she tells him, like, this is 12 years of Catholic school talking. So she knows. You're not a god. Right. So, yeah, he starts telling her about everybody in the diner, and he's done this enough times now to know about yes, everybody. Know. That's so, it has to be years and years that right. he's there. And he's like, maybe God does use tricks, or maybe God isn't omnipotent. Maybe he's just been around for so long that he knows everything. Mm-hmm. And now she starts calling people out, and he knows who they are. He's like, the waiter's going to drop a tray. He knows that. Larry's going to be in here in 10 seconds and he's going to come through that door and take you away from me. Don't let him take you. And he writes something on a napkin 
And it's exactly what Larry comes in to say that we better get going if we're going to stay ahead of the weather. <gasps> she believes him enough to go off with him. Right. She was like, well, maybe I should hang out with you for the day then. Spend the day as an objective witness. Right. So she stays with him mm. in his room until midnight. They hang out flicking cards into a hat. And she's like, oh, I could never get good at this. He's like, yeah, it takes about six months, <laughs> four to five hours a day, and you'll be an expert. And so she thinks he's about to disappear or something's about to happen. Right. So she hugs him and watches the clock turn to midnight. And she was like, and what? He's still there. Yeah. And he was like, I didn't say midnight. No one ever said anything about midnight at 6 a.m. She's like, you knew I was waiting for midnight because I believe in fairy stories. So she stays anyway, but falls asleep around three in the morning. Gosh, you're an upbeat lady. And as she's falling asleep, he tells her she's the kindest, sweetest, prettiest person he ever met in his life. Well, he's reading to her. And apparently yeah. that was something that Bill Murray did on his wedding night because his wife had too much shumps and she passed out. So he stayed up reading aloud to her until he fell asleep. OK. And I guess that kind of makes it a little sad because also apparently during this they were divorcing. Ah, so that makes it sad. Well, but yeah, anyway, I mean, maybe I'm sure there I'm sure there was perfectly valuable reason for, for all of that. So anyhow, he tucks her in and he tells her, I think you're the kindest, sweetest, prettiest person. No one's ever nicer than you. And from the first time I saw you, something happened to me. Which like, I didn't seem apparent, I guess. Which well, it's time? now been years. So <laughs> right. probably his memories are skewed. Oh, maybe. That's he a good point. He feels like it's. Maybe, Maybe, yeah, because he's a dick. He was yeah. going to be a dick until she liked him. I guess. I mean, I don't know if it's till... anywhere between eight and 32 years, because this is only time. about like halfway through isn't it? it doesn't even a little like... over, I think. Right. <clears throat> so, yeah. <clears throat> and so, so he wakes up again in bed alone. Right. And he really thought this time that maybe this was that was that gonna was going to work it. but it didn't so now this time he gives money to the homeless man he brings coffee and snacks to larry and rita and he's trying kindness this time now this is kindness era yes he gets to know larry mm -hmm. he decides to take piano lessons right he does it for a thousand dollars a day yeah, thousand dollars a day that he probably stole off that armored truck. Right, he's all and like kicks that poor little girl out every day. Right, and he's all like Italian charming with the guy in the hall. Like buongiorno. He gets better at the piano. He learns how to ice sculpt. He embraces Ned. <laughs> oh, Ned I miss Ryerson. you so much. I've missed you so much. I don't, I don't know, know where, where you're headed, headed but, but can, can you call, call in sick? And he's like, <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> That's good to see you, Phil. Woo! So uh, he tries to. Now he's in his trying to save the old man era. Yes. So he notices that the old man he gave money to is struggling in the cold. So he right. takes him to the hospital, but he, and dies. he dies of being old. Right. He's just sometimes people just die. He was just old. He's like, I want to see the charts. And he tries everything. He feeds him. He, he tries, tries to CPR. get to earlier. Yeah. But he dies every time. He's the only one that dies and stays dead. He and, does not survive. And on his next newscast, it is so prolific. It's quoting The town is like, they're all gathered deep. around. Man. They're, they're clapping. If I was here in the homes and hearths of the Pakistani people, then I would wish for a long, illustrious winter to share it with all of you. And Larry is heartwarmed. Me, yes. 
He catches the kid falling out of yeah. the tree. He's got to go run him. some errands. Helps the old ladies with the flat tire. Yeah, he's like, you've never thanked me. See you tomorrow. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I should just let him yeah, fall. Yeah, he dude. changes he's the tire. break a bone. Relax. Three old ladies. Well, I guess you see him when they, he takes the old man to the hospital. Or when he goes to the hospital that the kid's in the waiting room with a broken oh, leg. Oh, okay. See, he lives. It's See, fine. Yeah, he's fine. But anyway, he saves Brother Buster from Does the choking. Heimlich on Buster. He's <clears> like, <throat> yeah, if you're going to eat the steak, get some sharper teeth. <laughs> Enjoy your meal. He lights the lady's smoke on the way out, all suave. We see Larry flirting with Nancy at the bar. Yep, they're going <clears throat> to the party and they run into Rita, who's like, oh, we should maybe call Phil. She's like, Phil Connors? He's already in he's there. He's already in there. He's entertaining the masses on the piano that he's become an expert And on. of course, his piano teacher's up there front right. and center. <laughs> and like, really, she bought it. Like, why didn't he even keep telling her it was I his first know. lesson? Like, at a certain point, why didn't he say, yeah, I had some like, lessons oh, as a kid. I'm going to, like, take him on the road or something as his teacher. I don't yeah. know. But I'm feeling Nancy's dress. I kind of like it. Oh, yeah. So anyway, he's playing. Oh, I guess Bill Murray played this. He can't read music, but he could play by ear. So he okay. learned to play that. I don't know. Maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. Who can say? <laughs> but anyhow, uh, Rita's like, what did you do today? He like comes down and like dances off with her. Uh-huh. And uh, the old ladies and Buster and everybody's coming up to thank him. Right. That's what she's like. What did you do? And then here comes young Michael Very Shannon. Very young Michael Shannon. He's not so frightening. Bride. He's like adorable little he's baby cute. face. Yeah. I know. I'm kind of not as into it. And they thank him <laughs> and he gives them WrestleMania tickets, which oh they my, are Oh, no way. Stoked. No way. Oh, my God. Uh, and I guess it wasn't even in like in Philadelphia or Pittsburgh. They didn't have a WrestleMania until many years later. Ah. So that's all faked. And Rita wants to know. <laughs> this is this did not happen. This is not real. Once again, we are dispelling the common misconception that this is based on a true story. <laughs> it was not. I know you guys thought that a man named Phil Connors yep. really got stuck in the same day Weatherman. for 8 to 32 years. But no, it didn't happen. I'm sorry. But anyhow, because it's time for the bachelor auction. And they put Philip on the block. Phil, get up here. And Doris and Nancy have a bid off. But Rita is... She don't know how auctions work. No, she's just like $339.88. Because they're like... like she twenty five dollars. Like, she looked like she was $30. back there, like ch- balancing she read, her checkbook. She, she counted all the money in her wallet. That, oh, I thought she was she looking at her everything checking account. She had, like she had her, her wallet. Bank book. She was writing a check. Okay, and she like, had three hundred and thirty nine dollars. That's a lot of money cents. to have in your wallet. That's a lot but of walking also, around money. They were like at fifty dollars. I know. That's not how auctions work, ma'am. She wanted to make sure. What if someone else had said four hundred, <gasps> and then you Doris just bid was like all of the five money in your wallet? Thousand. You don't dollars. know these people. You don't know, you don't these, know people. these people. Just because you're in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, does not mean that they don't have money. They might. You have no idea. You don't know Nancy. <coughs> you don't know Nancy's life. She might have been saving up for this moment. She saves up all year for just the bachelor for the bachelor auction. auction. You know they do this every year, and that man goes missing. <laughs> He is in the gimp box. <laughs> and every year. Until he expires. Like, somebody and she comes refreshes. Like, there's a new man in town. Mm-hmm. And Nancy's waiting like a spider. Which She'll get you. Come through or something. She'll get you. That's what happened to the English teacher, Mrs. Walsh. <laughs> 
And poor Larry. Oh, he trots oh, on up there. No puts bids. himself up on the block. Two bits. <laughs> a quarter. Sold Woo. for 25 cents. And Rita and Phil are on their way out when Ned Ryerson. Oh, ooh, he's so excited. His new insurance agent. Phil has bought all the insurance. And now when this is about to end right now, who is he going to regret that in the morning? Right? <laughs> How much money did he just spend on insurance? I know. And That's so right. Yeah. Because now all of this stays the same. Yeah. Well, he's got to be. He's a Pittsburgh weatherman. He's got to make some coins. He's got to have some money. So they're talking about it's been the best day of their lives. Ned's like, where are we going? That's oh, not let's not spoil it. it. Like, hey, <laughs> I got that one. <laughs> Whatever that shit is. <laughs> and so Phil goes out and makes a bust out of ice of Rita. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> It turns around and it's Lionel Richie. (laughs) And she loves it. It's beautiful. beautiful. I'm beautiful. Well, I know your face so well. I could do it with my eyes closed. And now he tells her he loves her and she's into it this time. He's happy. She's happy. They mack again. Now the snow starts, which means the spell has been broken. And they head inside. And this time the clock flips 6 a.m. And here we go again. I got you, babe. Oh, no. But wait. Why are you going to play that same song every day? It's a good song. And then Rita reaches over. It's the next day. (gasps) Something's different. And he pinches her to see if he's sleeping. Come on, man. (laughs) Different is good. They're all gone. Why are you here? Today is tomorrow. Why are you here? I brought you. I own you. Right? (laughs) Three hundred and thirty-nine doll hairs. You said stay, so I stayed. I can't even make a collie stay. He looks out the window and there's no people. The street Everybody's is covered gone. in snow. Oh, it's and that's beautiful. Do you know what today is? Today, today is, is tomorrow. tomorrow. It happened. You're here. Anything I can do for you today? And then he takes her to make out time. <laughs> And he takes her to make up town. And now he wants to live there. Like, wow. That's a turnaround. He's like, I mean, it's beautiful. But like, I don't know if I would want to stay in a place like I would want to get out of there as soon as possible. He has presumably learned his lesson. Yep. And so his lesson was he had to be completely like he had to do something for every single person in this town. In order to... So he's been going there for four years and every year he's an asshole. So this year he had to go. Like I was saying earlier, I like the theory that Ned Ryerson is the devil and he's making him pay for, for being an asshole. Being an asshole. Just in general. Didn't you say something about there was some sort of cut there was scene some where sort there was of, a reason yeah, why this was they happening made, to him? They showed a scene where he was being like abusive to somebody and that's why he had to pay for his crime, I guess. But I don't know. They cut that out. They cut that out. That wasn't specific. We are running a little short on time here. Da, we da, don't have any da, yearbook da, reviews. Da, da. I got you, baby. <laughs> started over again. Yeah, we got no yearbook signings to read. We got no Apple reviews. We got no voicemails to play, y'all. Wow. We are feeling unloved, and it is almost Valentine's Day. I know. Day. My kid asked me, he was like, so you're doing Groundhog Day. He's like, so what are you doing for Valentine's Day? He's like, is it a Groundhog Day and a Valentine's Day movie? I'm like, well, it's like a romantic movie. And I was like, well, we're doing Dead Alive for Valentine's Day. You guys, we got the special, special. 
Very nothing special. more romantic than Dead Alive. There's nothing AKA more romantic than The Bite! Whoa! And all that pus. Ooh, mm. yum. Lawn mowers <gasps> to the face! Nothing gets me in the mood. Like I get hot. in my soup bowl. Yep. Sumatran <sighs> rat monkeys! Uh, what else? What else? What else? Mm. I can't think of anything to fill in some time with. We're only at 46 minutes. Who? Michael Keaton. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Michael Keaton was supposed to be this Michael role? Keaton was supposed to. I saw that. Uh, I mean, yeah, he could have done it. Sure. Why not? I don't see any reason why not. I don't see any reason why he couldn't have done it. He'd been better looking. Yep. Yep. There's yep. that. Sorry There's about it, that. Bill. I guess it wasn't actually filmed in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania either. It was filmed in Woodstock, Illinois. That's right. I did hear that as well. Which is not far from where Bill Murray's from, apparently. Ah. I guess he's from Illinois. Anybody have any real life Bill Murray sightings? Uh, I've no. never met Bill Murray. I would be scared, I think. <laughs> now that you know. Now that he's I know. Well, I would just be, Well, I don't know. I don't know what he's liable to do. Never I don't know what he's can. liable to do. I wouldn't want to meet. I don't want to meet. I don't want to meet my heroes. Can. I don't want to meet my people that I liked. True. Or people that I like in movies. That's right. The groundhog bit him twice. That's right. The groundhog bit him twice. He did have to get uh, rabies treatments mm-hmm. because the groundhog viciously bit him twice in the How hands. How did this movie do us? We keep forgetting to ask that I don't question. know. I mean, I don't know if it was... Well, I think every Bill Murray film doomed us to be a fan of Bill Murray. Well, that's sarcastic. that was a good kinda. idea or not. Seeing him laid out on the slab and watching Rita and Larry have to identify his body was pretty dark. To give dudes a chance who've notoriously been dicks. Well, I mean, well, yeah, but like, but that's another thing. Like, it's really all a sham. Like, he just had to put in all this work to learn about Rita specifically. That's what I mean. Like, so it, did, it didn't seem like it only had to do with her. No, it was like everybody else. he did all else. that other stuff. So but like, just, he didn't he know her. It selflessly so it but it i think he only did it selflessly because it just became that's his whole life and what he does is like right like well now is he giving him another year he live might have in done fear different and did he age 32 years in those oh, times that would be I, I weird like so. if all of his organs are 32 years older i just turn it into a science fiction movie and now or it's like, the twilight zone move on outside of that sphere and did <gasps> the rest of his of all their families think that everyone in that town and oh, those three shit. people disappeared off the face of the earth oh that would be weird like they no one like could communicate they can't with that leave town for 20 30 years or whatever there's only one way out and they can't get out Ooh. like every time they go to that tunnel it's blocked yeah. Oh, that would be good. Ooh, they should make a sequel. write the scary version of Groundhog Day. Write it the other down. Side. Patent pending. Patent pending. Patent now that—that's the horror movie Groundhog Day that they made up in whatever. I mean, like it's not a slasher film, but that's like Groundhog Day, the horror movie. Is now it's like. It gets all fucked up. And now he lives in fear. Like he has to be nice to everybody. Lest you know, he there spends. was a period where he also murdered everybody in that town. Right. Oh, there well, yeah, obviously. Like They're after not a while. Show that, but after all the suicides. Yeah. Why not? He, he had a murder era. I'm sure. He murdered Ned Ryerson. Oh, least. for sure. At least. That's the first times. one that like he, he waited maybe a, a week. Car. He like maybe hunted him down week. in his house. You know, he, he just beat him to death. Yeah. Yeah, no, he for sure killed him first. Yeah. He probably killed him like a few times the before he moved on to other people. 
Like, I imagine. I never really thought about that. I didn't even think about it when I was watching it. But just now I'm like, you know what? Why wouldn't you? I mean, like, if yeah. you really thought this is it forever, well, like, I'm just going to wake up on the same day and everyone will be alive again. The very first thing that he did, like, what if they weren't, though? That'd be, that'd be oh, what if he up. did it on that last day? <laughs> That's what he was supposed to do. He bought all that insurance from Ned Ryerson and then killed him in his sleep. Oh, fuck. <laughs> like all twisted ways, like He's all like, Hannibal oh, Lecter style. Happy now. <laughs> die happy, Phil. Best Ned, day of your life, Ned, Ned Ryerson. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right, I don't know Ned how much longer we can fluff this out. I don't know. Are, what are your What are your fluffing skills like? <laughs> I'm out of practice. <laughs> to be honest, I'm out of practice. Foof, foof, foof. <laughs> Nancy, Nancy Reagan, calling the Nancy to the Reagan. stage. We, and there was a Nancy in this. There was. Yeah. <gasps> she was young Nancy she's when she was taking the. Oh, he had heard. She's she's the queen of Gobbler's Knob. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's hanging out down there at the knob. When you're down at the knob, at the Tip Top Cafe, and then you head down to the knob. It's named after her. <laughs> it's named after Nancy. That air, that little the gobbler. That's center. what I'm saying. It was the gobbler's knob. Actually, it's named after Nancy's mom. <laughs> Nancy's dad. <laughs> there you go. Even better. Even better. Oh, so we if could you power the earth with the energy of Nancy spinning in her like grave. This, there is a real gobbler's knob. There is a real gobbler's knob. I know. It was Nancy Reagan. Now <laughs> 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 uh, that's what that's what Ronald called her titties. <laughs> them, <laughs> them the gobbler's knobs. He's all, hey Nancy, why don't you give me the old gobbler's knob? <laughs> Bring them. <laughs> She comes in in a turkey outfit. (laughs) Nancy, did you see your shadow? (laughs) So is it a turkey or she's dressed like a groundhog? I don't know. It's a gobbler. I don't know. I don't know where this is going. Nancy was a freak. What can I say? Oh, you just never know. Those Hollywood types, I'm telling you. The Reagans were furries. All right. The Reagans were, well... You heard it here first. <laughs> you heard it here only. <laughs> That's our new motto. You heard it here first. You heard it here only. And on that note, we'll talk at you next time. <laughs> <laughs> you came in with so much energy and then just. <laughs> like mid-sentence and i was like no just i just have to say like one more thing okay no you next time later later, later.